and good evening. Welcome to the retro edition of Sort of Sega. Tonight we'll be playing, or looking back, at our 8-bit and 16-bit ancestors, as we'll be playing music from Sega RPGs on the Master System, Game Gear, Mega Drive and Mega CD. We opened the show with some orchestral versions from Fantasy Star Generation 2 and Shining in the Darkness, but tonight we're only going to be playing original retro goodness. So, lots of chip tunies and stuff like that. So if you don't like that kind of music, then it might hurt your ears at some point. I'm also going to be working through each game in alphabetical order, although there'll be a diff- mix of different RPGs, as I'm trying to avoid music from the Shining and Fantasy Star games, partly because we've already had our fill of Shining games from the Shining special a few weeks ago, and the next show after this one is going to be our Fantasy Star special. So we don't want to get too carried away with Fantasy Star today. There are a few Sega RPGs that I don't have any music for, sadly, and will not be played today. And these include Crystal Warriors, excuse me, Dungeons and Dragons, Warriors of the Eternal Sun, and Fatal Labyrinth. Although, out of those three, I've only ever actually played Fatal Labyrinth, so meh, doesn't matter too much. We've got some good games, it's okay. Many of the games that are featured tonight, or the Mega Drive ones at least, can be played in Sonic's Ultimate Mega Drive Collection, and I should really switch my phone off. Whoops. As, <laughs> such as the Shining and Fantasy Star series, and they can also be played through collections like Steam, Wands, and also the Wii Virtual Console. So there's plenty of different methods for you to play all of the different games that are played tonight. And if that fails, there's always emulation of ROMs. Anyway, we started a little bit late tonight, because I was not really sure if this would actually work, because we don't have the live stream up. But it does! So it does. So that's great. Yes. Magic of technology. Anyway, my name is Captain Cloud Chaser, and we shall begin our night with music from Dark Wizard.
Then we had some music from Dark Wizard, but unfortunately, I don't actually have the names for any of those tracks, so your guess is as good as mine for what they are. But they're from Dark Wizard. I'm not even sure if they're actually proper rips of the music, because they sound a bit too orchestral to me, don't you think? They're not really 16-bit-like, but never mind, they're good, so I don't care. Dark Wizard <laughs> was a tactical RPG on the Mega CD. Actually, yes, if it's a Mega CD game, then yeah, that will count. That's fine. Okay, ignore me. And actually, yeah, it features music that was composed by June Sonoy, who is a well-known member of Crush 40, if you didn't know that already, which you probably do. Famous for many Sonic tracks, Sonic music. I've not actually played the game, so I can't really tell you much more about the game other than that. Anyway, welcome to tonight's retro edition of Sword of Sega. In celebration, you'll notice we'll have different background music today, as I'll be alternating between Fantasy Star and Shining Force, which are two of the most well-known Sega classic RPGs in the series. A very special welcome to those in the IRC, including a winner was you, who is going to be here all day, or all show, which is all day for the show, yes. So that'd be great, yes. And Biafra, who I don't think I've seen in here on one, hello. Myself, Captain Cloud Chaser, CTR. D'Artagnan, Joel Bay, Maxi, Rad, SJ, who was teasing me with pictures of Sakura Wars, haha, The Joiner, The Mullertron, who I always think is Muller Rice, not actually Mullet, so I think of Muller Rice Tron, but there you go, Trekkie, and Trigon 2, presumably Trigon 1 got killed somewhere. And one of us you didn't know that Junsenoi did music for Dark Wizard. Yeah, I didn't know that either until when I was doing my research earlier. I actually really love the music to it though. I have no idea what any of it's called, but it's really nice. It's really good music. It is. Oh yes, a special welcome as well to those listening elsewhere that aren't in the IRC and those on the podcast too. I am open to some requests tonight, so if you have any specific retro tracks that you want to hear, then I'm sure we'll be able to have room for them. And we'll also be continuing with the RPG adventure later on tonight as well, which shall be fun. For now, we shall continue on with another well-known action RPG on the Mega Drive. And since we're doing it alphabetically, you can probably guess that it is Landstalker.
Then we had some lovely music from Landstalker. Which is a great little game on Mega Drive. Yes, it was. Well, it's an isometric RPG and it was released in Europe in 1993, so I've read. And it features the adventures of Treasure Hunter Nigel, which is definitely an awesome name for a hero. And it's certainly one of the better action-based RPGs on the Mega Drive, in my opinion. You can play Landstalker within various Mega Drive collections, as well as the Wii Virtual Console. There's nobody new in the IRC, but I'm told that one of my old friends, Elaniel, or Elaniel as he likes to be called, is listening in. So hello, Elaniel, if you are listening in. That'd be great. Definitely got a lot of different Mega Drive RPGs. Lots of ones I've not actually played, some of them are Japanese. The next one is was actually developed by Treasure, who are well known for games like Gunstar Heroes and Guardian Heroes, which is getting re-released and would be awesome. And that is Light Light Crusader. I was gonna say Light Stalker. No, Light Crusader.
we had some tracks from Light Crusader, which is a Mega Drive game developed by Treasure and was released in 1995. Light Crusader is very similar to Landstalker. I think it might be isometric, I haven't actually played it in a long time. Naughty me, snap my hand. But you can play it on the Wii Virtual Console, and I think you can get it on Steam as well. Can't remember. It's definitely out there for you to play anyway. But now we're going to move on to the Fantasy Star series. Although we've condensed these into only a few music breaks as we're kind of hosting our Fantasy Star show in a few weeks' time. But before that, Shadix Little Croft just joined us in the IRC, and before that, Maxi actually asked why I don't play remixes much. And he asked, is there not many remixes for the RPG soundtracks? And I kind of said that there are a lot of official orchestral versions, which is true, and the orchestral music is very nice. Definitely. But there aren't actually many fan-made or official remixes of RPG music. If you go to Overclock Remix, you'll see that there's quite a few Fantasy Star ones, and maybe three Shining ones, but that's really it. There's some Skies of Arcadia ones, but there isn't a huge amount. For some reason, RPG music just doesn't seem to get remixed much, except for Zelda, obviously, but that's Zelda. I would actually love to see more RPG-related remixes, and I'm always kind of poking Silver Sonic and getting him to make some. So yes, if, if you're out there and you like making remixes, then make some Sega RPG remix music that isn't Fantasy Star. We've got plenty of those. Make some more. Get some Shenmue ones. There are a good few Shenmue ones, actually. They're quite good. That'd be nice. Yes, enough with the Fantasy Star ones. Although the Fantasy Star ones are really nice. Spoiler, we are actually ending this show with a Fantasy Star remix. There you go, that's a spoiler. Anyway, to continue with our Fantasy Star theme there, we shall now play some music from the original Fantasy Star and Fantasy Star 2.
Sorry about that, I got carried away there talking in the IRC. That can happen sometimes. There we had music from Fantasy Star 1 and Fantasy Star 2. From Fantasy Star 1, the original, which was on the Master System, we had Motabia and Baton. And then from Fantasy Star 2, which took the series onto the Mega Drive, we had My Home and Death Place. Death Place is definitely one of my favourite tracks from, well, any game really, it's just such an awesome track. And I especially love the remix version that you can hear in Fantasy Star Universe, Ambition of the Illuminous, which, if we haven't played previously on Sword of Sega, we probably should at some point. Now, there isn't much I can say about the Fantasy Star series, which won't be repeated in a few weeks' time, but we're all pretty familiar with the series anyway. The Mega Drive games, i.e. 2 to 4, have been released numerous times within Mega Drive collections, and even have their own standalone collection i.e. on the Game Boy Advance, and probably some others as well that I'm not aware of. So if you haven't played any version of the Fantasy Star games before, then you don't really have much of an excuse really. Silver Sonic has just joined the IRC, and we're talking about Shadix not listening into the show because he's watching crap films, i.e. Tomb Raider 2. Although it does have Chris Barry, so that kind of makes it a bit better. And now we're going to move on with Fantasy Star 3 and 4.
we had some tracks from Fantasy Star 3, Generations of Doom, and Fantasy Star 4, The End of the Millennium. We had, from those two particular games, the World Map Party of 5, and Royal Walt, Fantasy Star 3, and then from Fantasy Star 4, we had Meet Them Head On, Organic Beat, and Pow Pow, which is an arrangement from Fantasy Zone, which I believe, and when it was you noticed straight away. Yes. Fantasy Zone in my Fantasy Star, it's more likely than you think. I actually really love the music from Fantasy Star 4. You can just see how it's progressed over the years and just gotten better and better. It's so good. But again, I'm not going to talk much about it because we do have, a, have our special Fantasy Star show. Not next week, but the week after. Very exciting stuff if you're a Fantasy Star fan. I'm sure we'll have lots of music from the newer Fantasy Star games, including maybe some ripped from a YouTube video, maybe somewhere of the new Fantasy Star Online too. In the IRC, Daybreaker has just joined, so hello to you. I don't recognise you, so maybe you're new, maybe you're not. In which case, welcome to RadioSega.net if you want to. It's a nice place to be most of the time. Yes, but it's sunny on a Tuesday. Anyway, next we're going to end our short Fantasy Star Saga with music from Fantasy Star Gaiden, which was a short game that was released on the Game Gear.
had some music from the Fantasy Star Gaiden series, which was released on the Game Gear in 1992. And it was released in Japan, so obviously I've never ever played it. Which is a shame. My good friend Elaniel has finally got his Radio Sega stuff working, so hello to you. And another hello again to Daybreaker, who is new, so be nice to him, he's new. And in the IRC, Midnight has also joined, so hello to you as well. And me and Silver Sonic are talking about having some nice remixes that he's created for the Fantasy Star Show, which will be not next week, but the week after, because there's no show next week, unfortunately. I'm being lazy and taking the day off, basically. Yes, the laziness. Now, a lot of these shows are actually kind of short, so... We might finish a bit early tonight, which means we'll probably have some room for requests at the end, hopefully. Although we still have our RPG adventure in 10 minutes or so as well. So for now, we are going to move on with one of Kaito-kun's favourite games, well, favourite tracks, that's what I say. He's not listening in probably because he's watching The Apprentice, so he sucks. But if he was here, he would enjoy the wonder that is Venter Hero.
we had some music from Rent a Hero. Rent a Hero is another one of those obscure Japanese RPGs that I've never even heard of until the main character of Taro appeared within Fighters Mega Mix. And in that badge we had Fight, Rent a Hero, and then Red Light Dinner Party, which sounds a bit dodgy, and Everyone Thank You. I do like the music from Ventura actually. It reminds me a lot of um, Toad Jam and Earl on the Mega Drive, which had really awesome music. You never hear that much on Radio Sega actually. It's a shame. Toad Jam and Earl was great for music. The whole boombox thing. Brilliant. Anyway, back to Rent-A-Hero. Rent-A-Hero was released on the Mega Drive in Japan in 1991, and it was rather unique as the battles were kind of 2D-based beat-em-up battles, like in Street Fighter. A remake of the game was released on the Dreamcast, and Rent-A-Hero is definitely one of those games that I really need to play, either on the Dreamcast or the Saturday, I don't care. Both in Japan though, which is a shame, because it just sounds like such a fun game. The whole premise is about the main character Taro finding a suit which gives him powers, but then he has to pay for it, so he goes around being a hero for rent, or hire, and does lots of different tasks for people. Which sounds fair to me. It, it's a it's a good business idea. It should be on The Apprentice as well, or Dragon's Den or something. Yeah. Anyway, we've got a few minutes left until 10, so... We're going to head into the Sam Hating World of the Shining series and start with two tracks from Shining in the Darkness. And then after that, we'll start the RPG adventure and then continue on with more Shining games. Does that sound good? Yes, sure it does.
had a very quick break to play some Shining in the Darkness. Not much, because we had quite a few of that in our Shining show a few weeks ago, and I don't actually have many of the original Shining in the Darkness tracks, mostly the arranged orchestral version, which is a shame. And we've heard it so many times on the show as well. Too much Shining in the Darkness. Shining in the Darkness is, of course, the first in the Shining games, and was released about 20 years ago, in fact. So happy birthday to you, and also to Sonic. But we don't care about Sonic. Sony has one RPG and it's rubbish. Actually, it's not too bad, but I, I'm, I'm rambling. It's the music that's bad. Anyway, we are now going to continue with our RPG adventure. It is time to return to the land of Sega Draw and save the classic Sega RPG Soul Gems from certain destruction. Now, this RPG adventure takes place every week on Sword of Sega at about 10pm. And you can earn experience points by joining our team for doing various things. Like entering the IRC and requesting tracks. It's all fun and games and you can read more about it on the Sword of Sega thread on RadioSega.net. I'll turn that down a bit actually. Here we go. Now, our current party consists of Zygo Yoda, a level 1 Sagata fighter. And when it was you, who was a level 1 nothing. He needs a class. Get a class, man. Sort yourself out. Kobo the Best, who is a level 1 sniper. Kaito-kun, who is a level 1 thief slash red mage. Shadix-croft, who is a level 2 cast, but he's been killed by chickens because he's watching Tomb Raider and not listening in. Silver Sonic, who is a level 2 something. He needs class as well. He's a level 2 Silver Sonic. There you go. I Need Fruit, who has died from a lack of fruits, who is also a level 1. RWD Barra, who is level 1. Paige, who is level 1 and going to Japan this week, so hopefully he can get there and not get affected by the Ash Cloud that is affecting travel. Mostly up here in the north, actually, so you should be fine. King0512, who is a level 1 swordsman. Castle Inferno, who is currently at work and is a level 1 healer slash frost mage. Spinnick the Hedgehog, who is a level 1 mage. And Midnight, who is also level 1 and without class. If you wish to join our adventure, then post in the IRC or in the Sword of Sega thread on Radio Sega.net saying that you wish to join the force. And give me a class. The class doesn't mean anything. It can be just fun. But you can have a class. Right then. Last week, our party of adventurers were confronted by a clergyman and the local guard in the church of Castrium after breaking into the catacombs and stealing a magic sword. Let's change the music. Our heroes were told that if they were able to learn the true nature of the sword, then they could unleash its potential and save the soul gem of guardian heroes. Three questions were asked, but sadly, our team of noobs were unable to answer them all. And so the soul gem could not be saved. Shame on you all. The questions which we asked and the answers are... What is the full name of the guardian hero who wields a magical staff? And that is Randy M. Green. In what year was Guardian Heroes released? And I've actually not written it down, but I believe it was... <laughs> like, was it not? Oh, God. I failed this game already. I think it was... Was it... Uh, 1996, I think. Yes, it was 1996. I thought it was, but you know, I have to be sure of these things. Being a dungeon master and all that. And the other question was, who is Gash Deadeye? And he is the leader of the Blue Knights. And sadly, not everybody could answer those. But those that did answer it correctly have been given experience points. 
the clergyman of the church looks at our group in disgust. You are not heroes, he cries. You are just simple thieves and should be locked away as such. Guards, deal with these thugs. And so the Castrian guards surround our group as they realize they have no choice but to surrender. That's gonna go off now. There we go. Yay. Our miserable heroes are marched into the local castle cells where they must await their fate. Our team considers their options, as Kaitokun, the thief slash red mage, could pick the lock of the of the stair door, or Silver Sonic, though, has said that since he is the strongest of the team, he thinks that it would be more sensible to wait and see what will happen, because you never know, they might let us go. Before our group can decide, however, someone from the next cell whispers over, it appears to be a dirty rat. Psst, he says, my name is Slade, and I am a thief that knows things. I hear you're some kind of adventurer types, yeah? Are you looking for treasure? I know a bloke who went down to the docks looking for sailors. Said something about a dragon mirror, but I bet it's worth a few bob. They'll be getting some shipments of magical swords soon as well. Something about a shining sword. I reckon that'd be worth some too. Wanna break out of here and get them? Get some loot? Get some money? Our incarcerated adventurers look at each other. These sound like opportunities to find more soul gems, and we haven't found any yet, so maybe we should. But do we really want to break out of here and, you know, break the law? Get arrested again? We've already broken into some catacombs, what are we, crazy? So, what should our heroes do? Should they stay where they are and await their fate? That's boring, you shouldn't. Break out and look for the dragon mirror. Or break out and look for the shining sword. Now, our heroes can vote on their choice in the IRC right now, so that's A, wait in the cell, B, look for the dragon mirror, or C, look for the shining sword, and you can post that, as I say, in the IRC or in the Radio Sega forums, and the most popular option will decide our next adventure. Now, I haven't actually given any experience points out yet, so I totally should. So I will calculate that up during the next music break and then let you know if anybody's levelled up. Probably not, because you're noobs. Oh, I'm just kidding. You're probably great. Someone will level up, probably. And because it's the Fantasy Star Special, not next week, but the week after, we won't have time for the RPG Adventure, so the RPG Adventure will not continue until the following week, which is the 15th of June. So that's plenty of time to decide whether you want to sit in a cell or go find a dragon mirror or go find the shining sword. Gotta go save those soul gems. Save the world of Sigidra. Do it for the goddess Ulala. She's waiting. But for now, we're going to continue on with the rest of the show, playing lovely retro music. from various different Mega Drive games. We started with Shining in the Darkness, so we are now going to continue with Shining Force 1 and 2. And let's see what Sam says. How much time do we have? Sam says we have about an hour and 18 minutes. That's probably not right, but if we do have time at the end, I've got some requests in. Because, you know, requests equal experience points. So they do. But we'll continue on as I say with some shining force.
Had some tracks from the original Shining Force and Shining Force 2. From Shining Force we had Battle 3 and Dark Dragon Battle and then from Shining Force 2 we had Battle 2 and Mithula Shrine. Shining Force 2 has a really cool soundtrack in my opinion. I love the battle music especially, it's really nice. Now I've totaled up the experience points that people have earned. No one's levelled, shame on you. But a winner with you is now on 60 experience points. Cobra the Best is on 90, so he's very close to leveling up. Shadix Croft is on 120 experience points, and he hasn't been killed by a chicken, as it seems. Silver Sonic is on 160. And we have a new member who's just joined our force, which is Daybreaker, who is a level 1 retired healer, and he's on 20 experience points. Well done. Definitely need a bigger force. Because, you know, the actual Shining Force... Actually, the actual Shining Force has 12 members, so... Who's sitting in our, like, base, doing nothing? Because you always have some sitting in reserve doing nothing. Hmm. Well, Shadix isn't doing anything, so he's now sitting in our base doing nothing. Yeah. You only get 12 in a team. It's true. And how do you all fit in that cell anyway? It's, it's a bit cramped and small. But I'm rambling again. Anyway. Last time we had the Shining Special. I actually wanted to play music from Shining Force CD because Shining Force CD has a great soundtrack but unfortunately I couldn't actually get it working with Sam and I have no idea why but now I have actually got it working with Sam. Huzzah! So, for the probably the only time on sort of Sega since we've been running this show, only nine shows in we're going to have some Shining Force CD music! Yay! So let's definitely have some of that.
Then we had some really, really nice orchestral music from Shining Force CD. And I really do love the soundtrack to Shining Force CD. But it is a Mega CD game, so obviously the music's going to be awesome. Every single Mega CD game has awesome music. Especially Sonic CD. Yeah, Japanese version for the win. Don't believe the haters. Japanese version all the way. But from Shining Force CD, we started off with the town theme, then Heavily Drunk, Great Cypress War, and Ending 2. So nice. I've accidentally just clicked something on my computer that is randomly loading something I don't want to. Yes, I love Windows 7. Anyway, in the IRC, Daybreak was just about to leave, so goodbye to you. Iron Eagle Venato has just joined. I'm not sure if he's listening in, but hello if you are. I don't think you've ever actually joined before, actually, so hello. I see you about sometimes during Radio Redux, but I've never actually spoke to you, so hi. And Rad has just joined again after peeing out. I love a good ping timeout, it's always fun. And Shadows, I think, is still watching Tomb Raider 2. I can't tell. I can't actually remember which one Tomb Raider 2 is. Is that the one with Christopher Walken? Is it Christopher Walken or is it someone else? I actually can't remember. I, I don't know the difference. I'm probably thinking of someone completely different. Ah, and he is listening in. Hello. You're love struct. I won't ask why, but hello. Anyway, <laughs> next we're going to play tracks from Salil, also known as Crusade of Senti. I never know if I'm actually pronouncing it right when I say Salil, because it's French. There's probably a better way of pronouncing it, but yes, it's also known as Crusader Santi. So we shall move on with that.
as I've just told in the IRC by when it was you and Retrix, I believe, it is pronounced Soleil. So I've been pronouncing it as Soleil for pretty much my entire life. So I did own the original game on the Mega Drive years and years ago, and I loved it. So yes, it's Soleil. I can't do French. I do actually have a GCSE in French, and I don't know how I got it. I didn't actually turn up to the exam, so yeah, I don't know how I got it. Anyway, Soleil, also known as the Crusader of Senti, was released on the Mega Drive in 1994. It is a top-down action RPG similar to games like Zelda, although throughout the game you can equip animal companions that give you extra abilities, such as the ability to jump. There are different ways that you can find these new little animal friends. For example, you can gain a cheetah who follows you around by beating him in a cart race. And I did try and play Soleil through emulator not that long ago, and I couldn't beat him on using a, a keyboard setup to save my life. A keyboard setup does not work when you're trying to race a cheetah. That's all I can say. And you probably also know that in Soleil, there's also a cameo from our famous blue hedgehog, Sonic. And he lives in a little animal village and he just kind of sticks his middle finger up and hates everybody. You don't mess with him, he's on holiday, you know. He is. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Soleil, I actually really enjoy it. And the winner was you was, has been playing it apparently as well, and hopefully he enjoys it too. In the ILC, Retrix has joined us, so good evening to you, being fashionably late as always. Haha. Ha. And Merton Noor has also joined us, and he's new to Radio Sega, so a big welcome to Radio Sega. That's two new people today, isn't it great? It's always fun to have new people. We're also talking about Trigon and how he's supposed to be our great master and overlord of the Gabby. But he's kind of, he pinged out, so now he's known as Trigon too, so if something crazy happens in the RC, nobody can stop it. We could have a black hole open up here and that'd be it. Oh, according to when it was you, or when it was you even, you can actually bribe the cheater into slowing down if you talk to him before the race. Huh, I should have bribed the cheater. Definitely can't beat him on a keyboard layout, no way. Wouldn't it be great though if in that game you could actually have Sonic as an animal companion? How awesome would that? And Merton Norway is from Norway. So, hello Merton from Norway. I've always wanted to go to Norway actually. Really nice place. Judging from the pictures I've seen anyway. Yes, always wanted to go. You can get a, like, boat thing here from Newcastle that goes all the way to Norway. At least you used to be able to. Anyway, rambling. Our next game is Sword of Vermilion, which was also released in the Mega Drive, if you could guess, in Europe in 1991. And it was actually created by Yu Suzuki, who is a well-known developer of many Sega games, including Shenmue. Now, hopefully we shouldn't overrun, and I'll try and keep it so we don't, even though Sam is telling me that we might, so let's move on with some Sword of Vermilion.
from Sword of Vermilion. Um, I wonder it was you said in the IC that he thinks it was Yuji Naka who actually developed that, but just had a quick look around. And I definitely think it's Yu Suzuki. Because it was AM2 that developed it, apparently. So that would make sense, I guess. And yeah, it was a Mega Drive game released in Europe in 1991. And... You can also play this game through different Mega Drive collections as well, like the Wii Virtual Console, but I haven't actually played it. And it was part of the um, campaign for Sega Does What Nintendo Don't. So, I guess it must be good if it was part of that campaign. Because you know that campaign was awesome. Anyway, we've only got about 20-ish minutes left on the show, and we've got three games left. The next of which is The Story of Four, also known as Beyond Oasis which is at the end rather than at the start of the show. So we'll move on with that. I'll probably skip for the music for that to be honest because I'm not that keen on the soundtrack. But you, you let me know if you think the soundtrack's good or not because I, I don't really like it at all. But we'll play it anyway. See what you think.
up with Story of Four, also known as Beyond Oasis, which is another Mega Drive RPG, if you can guess, and was released in Europe in 1995. Which you can also play on various different connections as well, but I actually find the game to be somewhat boring, actually. And the soundtrack's really disappointing, as when it was used said in the ILC, it was composed by Yuzo Kishiro, who created some awesome tracks for the Streets of Rage soundtrack. But can it really be true that he actually made the soundtrack for Story 4? Because it's just so bland. It's so disappointing. For an RPG soundtrack, it's just, well, crap, to be honest. Can I say crap on air? Oh yeah, it's crap. Crappity crap crap. Yes, very bland game. Anyway, we have two more tracks to go, or two more games to go, not tracks, not quite there yet. And these, this is from Wonder Boy Monsterland and Wonder Boy in Monster World, also known as Wonder Boy 5, is it? 4? I can't even remember numerals. 5, I think. Monster Boy 5, well, where? Wonder Boy 5, Monster World 3. It's fine, that's what it's known as. Let's just stick to Wonder Boy Monster World. Now, I don't think I played much music from these before because I wasn't really sure whether to class them as Sega RPGs or not, but. They're RPG-ish enough, we've got Guardian Heroes on here, and Shenmue, and Yakuza, so we might as well have Wonder Boy, yeah. So, let's start off with Wonder Boy in Monsterland. Thank you. 
we had music from what was it? Haha, <laughs> can't see. Wonder Boy in Monsterland. I get those two mixed up all the time. They're kind of the same. And that was released on the Master System, I believe. Although I don't know when. Is that the very first game? I'm not sure. No, it wasn't the very first, but it's it's an RPG themed one. Sort of. It was also released on the Commodore and in the arcade and on the Amstrad and all sorts actually. And I think you can get it on the virtual console as well. So give that a bash if you want to. Next we're going to have music from Wonder Boy in Monster World. Which was released on the Mega Drive in 1992. But there was also a Master System version as well. And a... Turbo Graphics version, and it was released on a virtual console too, a few years ago. So yes, that's definitely RPG-ish. Well, the guy has a sword on the main cover, it counts. It counts to me. So let's have some music from Wonder Boy Monster World.
we had some lovely music from Wonderboy Monster World. Is it Wonderboy Monster World? Wonderboy in Monster World. Or Wonderboy 5 Monster World 3 in Japan, which makes no sense to me, but there you go. Um, and when it was you were saying in the IOC that um, the Turbo Graphics version of the game was named Dynastic Heroes and featured altered sprites, although it was ultimately the same game, it just was a bit different. Sounds weird. And he has it on the Virtual Console, he says it's good. I've never actually played any of these Wonder Boy games except for Wonder Boy Monster Lair, which is the kind of side scrolling shoot 'em up thing, which I always thought was fun. Maybe I should play some of the other Wonder Boys. You don't really hear much about Wonder Boy though, there's quite a few games in the series, and it seems like a big kind of safe thing, but they just there aren't anymore, they don't care. There's possibly a new Shinobi on the way, but no one remembers Wonder Boy. It is a shame. However, we are now drawing to a close. We've played various different RPGs on the Mega Drive, Master System, Game Gear and Mega CD, featuring some kind of nice orchestral tunes for the Mega CD and some really nice chiptune type retro goodness on the Game Gear, Master System and Mega Drive. And even though you have a limited sound, graphics chip and all of that, you can still get some pretty good music. Long live 16-bit and 8-bit. It's awesome. Well, tonight we're going to be ending the show with a rather, rather lovely remix from one of the best Mega Drive RPG series, courtesy of Overcut Remix. There won't be a show next week on June the 1st, as I'm starting my new job roundabout then, and I'll probably be dead, so yeah. But I'll be back the following week on June the 8th for more Sword of Sega. Thanks to all of you for listening, including those in the IRC, such as A Winner Was You, Biafra, myself, Camp Cloud Chaser, yes, I listen to myself, D'Artagnan, Merton Noor, who's new to the Radio Sega, Midnight, Rad, Retrix, Shadix Little Croft, Silver Sonic, SJ, The Militron, Trekkie, Trigon 2, and Rad, who, ever said Rad? Yeah, he left. Iron Eagle Venato, who was in earlier. And Daybreaker, who was also new and was in earlier. And of course, thanks to all of you listening elsewhere, such as my good friend Elenium, and anybody listening in on the podcast. I have been your host, Cabin Cloud Chaser. And to finish the show, we're going to play the Alice Overture by DJ Pretzel from the original Fancy Star. And it's a nice prelude to what we'll be playing in the next show. Good night, guys.
music from Sega role playing games. This is Sword of Sega on RadioSega.net. 